Specialty Story, session number 65. Whether you're a pre-med or a medical student, you've answered the calling to become a physician. Soon you'll have to start deciding what type of medicine you'll want to practice. This podcast will tell you the stories of specialists from every field to give you the information you need to make sure you make the most informed decision possible when it comes to deciding your specialty. Welcome to Specialty Stories. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. Now, this week, I have a very different episode, and I want to cover it here on Specialty Stories because I think it's important specifically for DO students. Now, if you're at an, uh, an allopathic, an MD medical school, this may affect you a little bit, but not as much as DO students. And what I'm talking about is the single GME accreditation system. When you look at what is known as the merger, right, the AOA and ACGME merger that I'm doing in air quotes because it's not really a merger, but both of these bodies have come together, the AOA and ACOM and ACGME, they've come together and they've decided that in July of 2020, they're going to have a single GME accreditation system. And what that means for DO students is something that I don't think a lot of schools are, specifically DO schools, are actually warning their students of. And so for you, the, the pre-med entering osteopathic medical school, or if you are a, a first year, second year osteopathic medical student, this is something that you need to hear. When this single accreditation system rolls around, it may potentially hurt you and hurt your chances of getting into residency. How is that? How is that possible? Well, let's talk about what has happened previously. Previously, there have been two accreditation systems out there. The AOA had their own, and ACGME had their own. So you had DOs through the AOA and you had ACGME for MD residency programs and fellowships as well. And as an MD medical student, I could only apply to ACGME programs. I could only apply to MD residency programs. As a DO student, I could apply to both DO programs through AOA and the ACGME programs. As a DO student, I could apply to both. As an MD student, I could only apply to one. In July of 2020, when this supposedly is going to go live, that restriction for MD graduates to only apply to the ACGME programs will go away. The safe haven that DO students have had with DO-only residencies is going away. If you are a weaker DO student, you have weaker board scores, weaker grades, weaker recommendations or reviews through your clinical rotations, you may have potentially been sheltered and given a spot at a DO residency because 
there was this force field up, and MD students, MD graduates, couldn't apply to those programs. That is now going away. That's not a bad thing, though. What this will do, assuming you're aware of it, which is hopefully if you're listening to this, this means that as you are going through this process, as you are going through medical school, and this is both for MDs and DOs, you need to work your tail off and leave nothing behind. Leave nothing on the table as you go through this process. Do not finish a block and go, man, I wish I studied more for that. Nobody ever says, oh man, I studied too much. I wish I didn't study that much. Nobody ever says that. The, re- the regret is always, I didn't study enough. Maybe I shouldn't have gone out to dinner that night. Maybe I shouldn't have gone home for that wedding. Maybe I shouldn't have whatever. As you are going through this process, specifically for you DO students, you need to work your tail off. Crush your classes because crushing your classes will give you the foundation to crush your boards. Whether you're just taking the Comlex or if you're taking USMLE as well, you need to do well. The boards, let's talk about holistic review for a minute, right? When you went to medical school, MCAT and GPA were like the thing. But guess what? Personal statement, super important. Extracurricular, super important. Interview, obviously very important. When it comes to residencies, your step one, level one score, are the make or break aspect of your application. Yes, you you need to interview well. The interview process for residencies is completely different than medical schools, though. Much more fun. Very much more laid back. You need to have the board scores. You need to have the grades to do well in the match. And if you are a weak DO student, you are now at a huge disadvantage because that protected program that you thought you would be safe at is now open to MD graduates and not just US graduates. And this is the big asterisk. There are thousands upon thousands of foreign medical graduates International medical graduates, as they're now known. They used to be FMGs, now they're IMGs. International medical graduates, both U.S. citizen and non-U.S. citizen graduates, applying to residencies every year who don't get a spot. And a lot of these students are really good. They have good board scores. But they're international graduates, and so they've always been kind of a rung down than everybody else. But now that these protected, what have been protected osteopathic residencies spots are opened up to MD applicants, your competition has just gone through the roof. Now time will tell how these programs are going to treat MD applicants, how they are going to treat international medical graduates compared to 
GEO graduates, osteopathic graduates. Time will tell. But there is a potential risk that weaker DO students are now going to be at a severe disadvantage for finding residency spots because of this influx in MD applicants into what has been known as DO-only programs. And I want you to understand that, not to make you scared, but to understand that now is your time to turn your game up and work your tail off to do as well as you can as you're going through your courses, all of the blocks that you're studying so that you can do well when it comes to level one or step one or both and go out there and do well in your clinical rotations work your tail off there, and apply to medical school. And this goes both ways, right? MD students, DO students need to work your tail off in medical school. If you're still a pre-med, you should be working your tail off too, preparing for the MCATs, your applications, etc. Now, this isn't a specialty-specific episode, but because this has huge ramifications potentially for DO students, with the match and applying to specialties. I wanted to talk about it here on this podcast. So hopefully, if you are starting osteopathic medical school soon, if you're first or second year in osteopathic medical school right now, hopefully this opens up your eyes a little bit to what may be coming with this merger. I don't think it's all roses and sunshine like a lot of osteopathic medical schools are painting it out to be. I think there could be some rocky rocky waters, some rough waters in the future for the lower, less qualified DO applicants to residency programs. And so work your tail off so that you aren't one of those students and make those residency programs want you because you have the stats that shine and you have obviously everything else that goes along with that. Hopefully that was helpful for you. I'm still looking for physicians to interview here on this podcast. I really need your help finding physicians to be on this podcast to interview. So if you know a physician to be on this podcast, email me, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. Send me their email address so that I can reach out to them and invite them here on this podcast. If you know somebody from social media, who would be a good, uh, a good guest on this podcast. Again, email me, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. Let me know who they are, and I can reach out to them through social media as well. Hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you next time here on Specialty Stories.